my nephew was like, I'm afraid I'm going to like get into cocaine when I get older. And my brother was like, calm down. You don't have the money for cocaine. And then my nephew was like, oh my God, I'm afraid I'm not going to have any money and I'm not going to get a good job. And then he was like, okay, then focus on your grades and we'll cross that bridge. Welcome back to another episode of Apologetically Me. I'm Maggie. I'm Wanda. And we're here to talk about the long-term effects of COVID-19, not only on our physical bodies, but also on society. But before we get started, Wanda, tell the people what you got going on. So I've had some news that I wanted to share for a while, and I almost shared it a while back in January on the pod, but I had cut it the moment that it kind of got juicy. It's not that important for any, everyone else, but it's very important for me. Um, the internship that I am currently working has extended me for another nine months. So Yay. I will be employed until December 15th, 2023, <laughs> which is really nice because then I have a semi-stable income source and everyone keeps joking at congratulating me by saying congrats on your semi-permanent internship because when December rolls around, I will have been at this company for 16 months in an intern role. I feel like you can't even do internships past 16 months. Like, I feel like once it's that point, it's just like, they're just being mean. Yeah, I talked about, well, me and my manager had this discussion where I was like, so like, after <laughs> the December period of time, like, say, like, I might want to come back for another four months like would that be something that is doable and she's like personally i would kick you out of the nest like you know like a baby bird and like the mama bird kicks the mm. baby bird outside of the nest because she's like you deserve better and i was like i understand that but have you seen the market out there having one income is better than no income oh my i almost like respect your manager more for saying that but also like um, I totally understand where you are coming from, <laughs> but that's, a, that's a sign of a good manager that she's like, I want you to grow. Yeah. Like you should not be pigeonholed into this internship position because you're doing way more than an intern should actually do. Yeah. I mean, it feels a lot like that when you're like in the very junior roles at this company, it feels like you just do more than what you think a mm -hmm. junior or an associate or like an intern kind of does. And I think that's just more of like a, because it's such a small company and such a small team you just end up doing more which like it's bad because then you're like not compensated for like the level that you're doing but it's mm. good because you're getting experience for things that you'd never be able to do at a bigger company until like you're much much more senior i feel yeah. like it happens a lot at other companies like the junior role like you don't actually do your junior position you actually get shit on quite a bit it, that's the one thing I don't think I get shit on like I think it's more so like I just get to do a lot in my day-to-day -day. and like everyone's like very very like respectful of it everyone's like the intern does not get the blame for anything I can fuck <laughs> up anything and no one's gonna be like this is your fault you better mm -hmm. clean this up it's usually someone else like 
bears the grunt of it and they're they let me know like hey this isn't right but they're never like oh that's wrong wanted it that mm-hmm. yeah that's pretty nice yeah so it's like i have room to fail which is good i mean you should have room to fail at every role but like i feel like i have more room to fail yeah yeah i've been in positions before where like they try to point and name names like very quickly and it's a very toxic environment yeah very very much so um i'm very happy about your news um and that you're excited for another nine months hopefully you get a full-time position after these nine months or maybe even during these nine months but super happy you're employed yeah me too i was actually like thinking about it before and like i feel like i spent so long dwelling in the fact that i had no employment and i did spend like probably like a year at least a year unemployed but like i was in school basically that entire time and i did have classes up until the summer of 2022 and i got my current role this fall of 2022 so like if you really think about it it kind of like came at like a good time like if I shift my mentality of like not being in that like negative state, like why won't someone employ me? Why am I not getting callbacks? Why am I not getting interviews and things like that? Where it was just waiting for that role, like that perfect role kind of thing in the, in my perfect timeline where I'd finished all my classes, done like most of like the things that would actually take time out of my day. And now like with school being more flexible and more time to focus on work and actually be able to dedicate more time to both, like it realistically came at the perfect time. You know, I'm just like such a lucky girl. The manifestation, it's coming. Yeah, but I think it's like truly just like thinking about it in a different way. Like rather than saying like, oh, why was I employed for so long? But actually just being like, oh, I was actually, I got employment in somewhere that I liked in actually the perfect amount of time and the time that I was was supposed to where I could actually do the best job that I could in both the things that I was doing. Oh, I remember you had tied a lot of your, I don't want to say self-worth, but I can't think of the other word, like self-esteem almost to having a job. Yeah. Now that you have a job, like, do you regret feeling that way or like, or do you still like resonate with past you? Yeah, I knew you were going to say that, right? When you were like, <laughs> I, I don't know the word. For, I was like, I know where you're, where you're going with this. And I 100% say that I still resonate with past me, where I still place a lot of my self-worth on having a job. And I think that right now, because I'm all like in sunshine and rainbows, where everything seems to be working out in a way that my self-esteem feels fulfilled, my self-worth feels like I feel fulfilled. And... I'm satisfied so the fact like exactly yeah <laughs> but like once I don't have that job I feel like I will become less satisfied because I feel like I'm my self-worth is tied to employment and mm-hmm. yeah, it's not good yeah unfortunately we live in a capitalistic world where to spend money to flex you need to have a job I wish I was one of those people that didn't tie like ugh. I think it's like the Asian mentality, you know, like it's that thing that's been drilled into us since like the day we were born where it's like you have to get a good job. You have to go to university to get a good job and like every you want a good job so you can make money and like all these things. And like 
even when I told my mom about like the offer, she was like nitpicking about it. And it's like, you were literally telling me to find every, any job that I could get like a few weeks ago. And now you're like, I have this job offer and you're being like all sassy about it. And then she was like, why are you getting so angry at me? I'm like, mm. I'm not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel yeah. that. My mother is similar. Just be happy. She's yeah. just like, I know you can do so much more. Like you have so much more potential. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> cool. But let's just be happy for me in this moment. Maybe she should get a dog. Something to take the focus off you. <laughs> a fish. She's like, mm, she killed all my fish as a kid. She a doesn't plant. like hair on the floor. A plant. She has many plants. <laughs> she oh, has okay. many plants. But she is like, what is nice though is like she is like because we no longer have the store she is like having more of a life where like Mm. she goes out with her like church friends and she plays cards with her neighbors and stuff so like because she's like getting i guess like emotional like friendship fulfillment like outside of just me like it takes a lot of the load off of me so like her days are like she works she eats and then she kind of like just chills and hangs out and stuff and like it's great That's pretty nice. Life is so good when yeah. you only have one job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is what we learned. Yeah, when you have time for other people in your life and being open to new relationships and friendships, I think is truly. hmm Yeah. So what's your update this week? I have very little updates. Um, the most exciting thing I did was... I went over to your place. I finally saw your crib. Um, I loved it. It's so cozy. It's nice. Um, We played Catan, and I'm still on, like, my Catan fix. Like, I want to play again. I think it's so fun. Um, And I was really eyeing the expansion pack, because I was like, maybe I'll just buy it, and then we can just, like, all play. It'll be so fun. Um, That's about it. That's really the only thing that has happened. I have done nothing else other than work and slave away. And I don't know about you, but last week I just felt like so down in the dumps. Like I just had no motivation to work. I had no motivation to take Jackie to his big park to walk around. We took him to small parks and just kept going the same path because we were just in our downward dumps mood. But you know what? Things are looking up. My computer says it's snowing right now. I have not looked outside and I am afraid to. Is it snowing? Well, my computer's full of lies. Um, to be fair though, like this morning before I went to the gym, it was gonna it was telling me that it was snowing outside and I got Jordan to look and he's like, It's not snowing. Oh. So Hmm. You never know. Yeah, we went outside yeah. today. I mean, it was quite lovely. Yeah, it was it's been a gorgeous few days here mm-hmm. in Ontario. Apparently it's supposed to snow this week though. Ugh. I've been ugh. I don't know how I feel about the whole like snowstorm and then multiple days of like really nice weather and then snowstorm and then multiple days of really nice weather. It's been a little like yeah. And when it's like a beautiful day and everything starts to melt and then it starts to snow again, that's called ice on the road and your girl is not the most graceful and I slip and slide all the time and Nick just laughs about when I face planned. So not not a fun time i know that's what i said too i'm like you're gonna laugh yeah. at me faceplant that's why you have to walk the dog now 
shame shame i, I know your name him. <laughs> yeah it's funny because when he was telling the story to us too he also started laughing yeah he just like, thinks falling is so funny <laughs> typical man humor i know <laughs> classic i'm sorry you have to work so much and you are face planting um only the one time I, yeah i hope it works out better for you what day is it gonna snowstorm uh i think my manager said friday when she looked at the weather oh good yeah it's too far away weatherman's always been wrong yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i mean like fridays like for me like friday nights are a good night because it's like, I don't really have to go out on the weekend, uh, so I'm good. Sorry I had for else. my first Friday off in a very long time where I did, like, nothing. And my family was, like, calling me, and they're like, are you not coming home? And I was like, no, my Friday is off, so I'm going to chill here. Why would I drive in a snowstorm? And they're like, oh, well, we thought you were coming home, so we prepared all this stuff for you to eat. And I was like, okay, thank you, but, like, I didn't tell you I was coming home. You said I could have the day off. <laughs> That's so logical uh, Was it like was it literally like snowstorming when they were, when they called you? Uh it was snowing, yeah, when they texted me. Mm. And I was like, "Well, um I'm not coming home. I was just outside and there was thunder snow going on, so no." Crazy. Yeah. Anyways, what's your beef or crush of the week? So, I have a crush from before and then I also have like a new beef because I really have to mentioned the beef um the crush is i started well like i felt like it was recommended to me on youtube so for once youtube actually recommended me something that i'm like really into but it's the wizards of waverly podcast i think it's like the wizards podcast um and it's with jennifer stone and david deloise who is the harper and the dad on wizards of waverly place and it's such a good podcast like the chemistry between the two of them like it totally like it's like very much like big brother uh like little sister vibes like where they constantly like tease each other about things and it's just like it's so wholesome it's so adorable and they like talk about behind the scenes stuff with wizards and like they also talk about like things in the acting world and what it was like working on disney channel and i originally thought it was sponsored by disney because it's like kind of using the disney ip but it's not and disney. he like david <laughs> Yeah, exactly. He does that thing where it's like, oh, okay, so you're not sponsored by Disney, which is like so much better. And it's like nice to hear about how nice the environment was on Wizards of Waverly Place. And it's just such a great podcast. It's a great listen. Highly recommend it. New episodes every Monday. Good uh, plug for them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I. You were telling me about it. And I was like, hmm, I saw the Waverly Pod was out for a while, but I I went to see what the new episode was. And you were hyping it up because Selena Gomez was, like, the guest star. And that episode was, like, so sweet, so wholesome. And she seems like such a sweet person. Um, and I went back and listened to all the, I guess, other three episodes. And, yeah, I agree. I love it so much. They have, like, such an interesting dynamic. But I guess, like, the one thing I'm not, like, try not trying to nitpick, but because I guess they're starting out, Jennifer Stone, like, gets very, like, hyped up and she, like, talks over David a lot. And then I was, like, thinking, I was, like, do I do that to you a lot? Oh, man, that's so annoying. 
Yeah, I mean, I think she does. Like, she kind of does, like, cut him off a little bit. But I think they're, like, still finding their groove. And I think in the beginning, you also commented to me about that, where you're like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry for cutting you off there. But now I feel like I do it to you, where I'm like, I feel like I talk so much. I feel like it's a good thing. Like, like yes, it's a, it, like, she cuts her mouth a little bit, but I can tell, like, they have a really good dynamic. Like, it's good chemistry. Like, they have so much to say to each other. It's great. Yeah. It's Same with really, us. It, yeah. It's like long lost <laughs> friends. And it's just, oh, it's just so great. They're so amazing. And they're very short episodes, too. So, like, it's very easy to just get into it. And then it's just like, whoa, it's over already. That, like, that happens so fast. Yeah. I like the tidbit you had texted me about Selena Gomez, where you said that she was, like, the most similar to her character, Alex, because she was most, like, focused on boys and, like, not school and whatever it was. Like, I like that it was, like, on brand of her. Yeah. I mean, like, not to, like, the extreme that Alex was, I guess, but, like, it was just funny because Selena was like talking or like her, like Jennifer Stone was like talking about how in school, like she would try to focus like when they were doing their like, um, like on set school. But then like Selena Gomez would constantly be like, Hey, so like this new guy I'm dating or like this breakup or like this other thing. And like try to like keep talking through like all the different classes and stuff. But then like Bridget Mendler, who was on good luck, Charlie, was like super super studious as well so like jennifer stone was like oh i totally respect her for that and like i love that about her because like her parents were like super like academia i guess like professors yeah (laughs) yeah they're like professors and everything and it's just like so it like made sense and like it also makes sense because like i think Bridget mendler's at like mit now Mm -hmm. doing her like master's or phd god damn yeah so yeah, good for good for everyone on the, the cast. Mm-hmm. Um, it's crazy, like how big Selena Gomez like blew up compared to all of them. And I guess like that's what happens when you're a main star on a Disney show. But wow, insane. Yeah, I think it's like the music where she got really popular because of her music, which is interesting because her music isn't the best. <laughs> I mean, like, her music is, like, pretty popular nowadays. It's it's catchy, I would say. Yeah, but I mm-hmm. wouldn't... I don't... I don't know. It's weird. Maybe. Maybe it is the music. Like, she's not vocally like, the best singer, but... Yeah. They're, like, they're, like, hits. They're, they're bops. Yeah. Like, I think she has people who really like her, um, and... Yeah, I don't... I don't know. I was gonna compare her to Taylor Swift, but I don't think that's a fair comparison um but yeah i think her music made made her take off and then she started getting like more acting stuff and things like that Mm -hmm. um alongside of it but because i'm trying to think of like people who didn't get popular like bridget mendler she also kind of went into singing and stuff like she had a band and everything with her ex-boyfriend but like she never really popped off the same way that selena did so i think they're like if your music pops off you also pop off from the disney channel like miley cyrus yeah, and I hate to say it, but I think it's, like, PR stuff, too. Like, Selena Gomez mm-hmm. was associated with Justin Bieber for so long. Oh, and right. I don't want to be, like, that's why she got famous, but I think, like, those two public figures, like, combining, like, just grew their star power. Mm-hmm. And all the drama that unfolded. Yeah, that's fair, because Miley Cyrus also had, like, a lot of drama around the guys. 
Yeah. Apparently, side story for Miley Cyrus, Liam Hemsworth was, like, upset about the song Flowers and how much, like, infamy he got. And he was like, I almost lost my role in The Witcher because of Miley Cyrus. <laughs> and he's, like, thinking, and there's a rumor he was want- he wanted to sue her, but I don't think that's true. Um, but if he lost his role in The Witcher, it's because he's not suited to be The Witcher. I don't think anyone is suited to be The Witcher except for um, Henry... Havel. <laughs> I don't know how to say his last name still, so I'm going with what he said last time. Um, because he was my perfect witcher. But mm-hmm. um I but like he she never explicitly says the song is about him. Yeah, exactly. Like, like she didn't come out with anything. It's just everyone's exactly. doing their whole internet thing. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, so how is that her fault? Like how is that wait it'd be funny if he went out and sued her because he'd be like indirectly like confirming that all those rumors were true like okay yeah i yeah. slept with 14 women okay yeah that was my mansion that i slept with all these women <laughs> okay yeah i mean i played bruno mars's uh when i was your man as our song at our <laughs> wedding but like this song that like flowers by my cyrus like that's so rude of you to say about me That'd be hilarious. Mm. You never know. Celebrities just do wild shit, so it might yeah. happen. Mm-hmm. Um, my beef though is so before this podcast, before this lovely episode that we're filming, it took us a whole almost hour and a half to figure out what was going on with uh, my camera. And we're having issues with, like, OBS, which is, like, the software we use for our, like, background and recording and everything. It was just, like, such a big headache because why don't things just work when you want them to work? Technology, baby. Mm -hmm. We're already running late and it smelt our, like, desperation and fear. Mm -hmm. Good beef. (laughs) Thank you. What is your beeper crush of the week? Originally, I was going to talk about my crush being Selena Gomez, but then I felt like it wasn't really because I felt like I was being tied into, like, this propaganda that TikTok has been targeting at me with the whole Hailey Bieber versus Selena Gomez stuff. And it's just a lot going on right now. So maybe that whole thing is my beef because, like, they're pitting these two women against each other um and justin bieber's getting away with all this like hmm kind of weird like justin bieber's not that great ladies it's okay they're two like very pretty girls um and they just don't need to be associated with justin bieber and anyways that's not my crush maybe they're my beef it's just my tiktok feed has been getting a lot of that and my tiktok feed has been getting a lot of capybaras lately i don't know what's going on like but the animal? The animal. I don't know. There's a song called Capybara. Capybara, 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 Capybara. I'll send you one later. Mm-hmm. It's okay. not the best. I don't know what's going on in my TikToks. And they were telling you, like, oh, if you, like, look at someone's For You page, like, this is what describes, like, a person's personality. And I am so deathly afraid that I'm associated with Capybaras. 
I sure hope not because like my coworker was telling me that she recently stopped using TikTok because her for you page got like seriously like very depressing. Like it was all about stuff about like how bad it is for women to date in their 30s and everything like that and like she just like she was like I just feel so behind like all of these things. It's just like making me like very depressed. So Oh gosh. Yeah, that's a little brutal. Um but I guess my actual beef is my boyfriend, Nick, because we have a goal. I don't know if you guys heard from my last couple episodes where I wanted to go down a dress size. And it doesn't help that lately I've been gaining some weight and I ordered some stuff from Ritzia and it's been getting tighter and tighter. And I don't know if it's a Ritzia or me. I don't know. But either way, I'm like, okay, I got to really like reel it in. Um, anyways, we went grocery shopping together, which is dangerous. And he saw a kilogram of fries was on sale for $1.99. So what does Nick do? He picks up two bags. So we have two kilograms of fries in our freezer. This is very dangerous for me. Yeah, but like eating those fries is like very, it's better. It's like almost like a healthier alternative than buying fries. Like if you go out. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I'm, like, because they're only, like, what, 180 calories for every, like, 24, 25 fries or something. So you could have, like, a good amount versus, like, McDonald's fries are, like, 500. Oh, my God. I had McDonald's fries yesterday with Nick. We shared, like, the medium Raptors fries. And I mm-hmm. literally felt, like, so disgusted afterwards. And I hate that I got to this point where I'm old and I'm like, oh, I can't, just can't eat McDonald's on an empty stomach. And I was just, like, walking to the grocery store so sluggish, and I felt like I was, like, going to throw up or something. It just, like, didn't sit well with me. Like, a lot of unnecessary grease. And my stomach is very sensitive these days. Yeah, I get that. Congrats on being older. Um, congrats on not wanting to eat McDonald's anymore, maybe? I don't know. No, I still want to eat McDonald's. Like, I think it's great. <laughs> like, I'm just sad that this is what's happening. Oh, okay. I see. I've been, like, looking at my credit card bill, and within, like, a two-week span, I went to McDonald's, like, seven times. But, like, caveat, I've only been buying coffees. So, like, McDonald's is, like, it's, like, dollar for, like, a medium coffee or, like, a dollar fifty for, like, a sugar-free vanilla coffee. So, I've been spending, like, two bucks, like, two fifty at McDonald's, like, every few days, and I'm, like... This isn't good, but, like, it's not terrible. Yeah. I just want to point out that you have an entire den focused on coffees and espressos. So... Sometimes I get lazy. And also McDonald's sugar-free iced coffees are, like, one of my all-time favorite drinks. Yeah. That's also something that I really liked about your place, that you guys always had, like, fun sugar-free drinks. And I'm like, man, we only have water and bubbly. It's so lame here. That's all you drink, though. I want more fun drinks. I need a variety. Fun I know. Why don't I? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't understand. Like, what is stopping I don't know. You? I don't know what is stopping me. I should have bought it yesterday, but I forgot. I think it's funny that Nick picked up a two, like, two kilogram, but one kilogram times two bag of fries but then when he wanted goat cheese when you wanted goat cheese he was like think about your diet though mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so he really picks and chooses where um when he wants to he play a devil's in. advocate yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. exactly maybe that's for the best i've 
we picked up like a Monterey Jack cheese because um, I really wanted to eat it with like this turkey breast sandwich that I had the other day at Fortino's. Um, and it's been destroying us a little bit. I don't know. We're very lactose sensitive. Oh, okay. Maybe not. I was like, oh my God, you should totally bring the goat cheese when we hang out. But now I'm like, mm, I'm on the I fence want... about it. Like I do yeah. want it, but I have to go into office the next day. So I have to really like pick and choose my battles. <laughs> Tough times. <laughs> anyway, moving on to our our topic of the week: COVID long-term effects. Um, I mean, COVID nineteen, like it's not technically eradicated, but I feel like it's like smaller cases, and we haven't really looked at the long-term effects it's been having on, I guess, our world, on all of us, on the people. Um, I read this article the other day that talked about how single moms were impacted the most and even mothers were impacted from COVID. So they were saying it was because mothers usually have to take the brunt of the work. Like they manage the home, they take care of the kids. They're also expected to work full time. Like they just could not manage it all, especially with their kids like being home full time. It was just like too much for them. Side note, I think it's shitty that even if they were moms and married and stuff, that their husbands weren't picking up on the slack. I don't know what that was about. Um, and then women started to withdraw from the workforce because they couldn't keep up with all these demands. So women's careers were being stalled as a result, and they've had to pick up the pace afterwards, and they've just felt like they could not climb the ladder, and their career was stunted, which I think is very unfortunate. But I didn't even know this was a thing. Like, I had... Very little clue. And I just thought, wow, this is so great. I get to work from home. But is there anything else that would have impacted women, you think? Mm. I think, like, out, like, I guess outside of women, just, like, being a single parent in any way. Like, yes, disproportionately affected single mothers and stuff. But also, it's, like, if it was a single father or anything, probably also you still see some of the effects, like, happening there as well. And, like, I'm not trying to, like, do the whole, like this is gender equality we have to talk about both sides kind of thing make sure we don't no, get canceled by good. either but it but it's like i think it's like single fathers as well like while like they might not face some of the same issues with like work and stuff they still face like childcare issues and everything even with like multi parent homes um or like two maybe three maybe more but um it's having your kids home all the time is taxing like you have to try to get them to, to go to school on zoom which is really hard get them to do their homework get like figure out how to use zoom and figure like for them to figure out how to use zoom too like google meets all that kind of stuff where it's like their child's like four years old like what are you really going to learn on zoom and it's just like they're just running around all the time you got to feed them you got to do all these things that you might have not otherwise had to do if like schools weren't closed or like daycares weren't closed and like that so it's like they truly parents like truly had to juggle everything and it's stressful and like part of me is like well, why do you want your, like, if you didn't want to spend all this time with your kids, like, why did you have kids in the first place? But then the other part of me is just, like, how fucking annoying is it to have your children running around all the fucking time? Yeah. I mean, it kind of sucks because, like, they didn't know that this would happen. Like, they 
they couldn't have anticipated like a full-on lockdown like where their kids had to be at home with them they were relying on sending their kids to school to get their job done it made me really like respect parents for being able to like wake up early drop their kids off at school and then having to leave work early pick their kids up from school and then have to sign in later after making dinner making sure their kids alive and then doing some more work and it sucks that yes i know single fathers and stuff get the brunt of it but also for mothers if they have bad partners or fathers who have bad partners who do not pick up the slack yeah it really sucks like I'm sure, like, a lot of careers got stagnated because, like, a lot of people's, like, career progression had to stagnate because they're, like, well, now I need to take some time off because I need to take care of my kids or I need to make sure that they're learning in school and stuff or, like, I'm going to take time off to, like, tutor my kids myself. Like, those are, like, sacrifices that people had to make that might have, they might have not had to otherwise if COVID never happened. Yeah. Um. Another thing, too, like, the kids suffered. Like, they're... Like, every person, I think, in school probably suffered. Like, yeah, maybe back in the day you would skip class, but for the younger kids, like, they were required to be there for the socialization aspect, to be hands-on learning, that kind of thing. And I don't don't even know how much learning they can really get on Zoom. Like, is it really worth it for a grade one student to be learning on Zoom? I don't know. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Not good. It's like just like slightly pivoting and we can come back to the whole like like people like what happened to people like jobs and everything and like single mothers and everything like that but just like quickly going to address the whole like zoomer like zoom kids or like the generation of like they're kind of like ipad kids too but like they also like grew up to like go to zoom school like they are not right like I like I've talked to like a few professors like about this kind of stuff or like I've talked and they've kind of just brought up the fact of like they've never seen like such incompetence in university I guess where they just can't seem to do very basic things um, without help and they don't really know how to act and emotionally regulate themselves like as well as like the generations that came before them. And they're, like, it was such a big toll that, like, the lockdowns had. Because, like, a lot of people never had their prom, never had their graduation, never had to take any exams in, like, their final year of high school and things like that. So it's just, like, they got easier rides to go into, like, these, like, better universities. They had higher averages and everything. They did their first, like, few years on, like, Zoom school and undergrad as well, where they never really got to socialize, never really got to make many friends and things like that. And it's just, like, it's so hard for them, but also they're, like, little shits. Yeah. Um, side note, my nephew, he's, I think, 11 years old now he was dealing with like a lot of anxiety like he was just scared about like the idea of suicide he was scared about drugs he was afraid he'd grow up to be a drug addict he's afraid that he would become an alcoholic like he was there's just so many things he was afraid of and we like brought it up to my brother and we're like is he like the only one going through this and apparently it's like his whole class like there's a bunch of kids in his class who are like terrified about this to the point where they have like in-class therapists like assigned to a bunch of kids and COVID had messed up, I guess, like, that cohort so much that they just have, like, super bad mental health. 
why? Like, what about COVID made it seem like they were going to become drug dealers? I don't know. And maybe it's not a COVID thing. Maybe it's like something else completely. But like even the point where they had to go back in school or like it was optional for them to return to school, they still preferred to stay at home just because they were afraid of like COVID, afraid of germs. Yeah. And then all this other stuff kept piling up. Suicide, yeah. alcoholism, depression. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's just like it was like a very slippery slope. Like you mm-hmm. went from like oh like germs, scared of germs, and it's like pfft, scared yeah. of suicide. And it's like yeah. mm, he's so young. I know. And like my brother was telling me, like my older brother was telling me about it, and I was like, what do you like? Who told him all this stuff? And he was like, I have no idea. Like maybe they learned it in school or something. Maybe like the Dare program went on like cocaine and went and told them all this. I don't know. But this is, like, terrifying stuff. And, like, my nephew was like, I'm afraid I'm going to, like, get into cocaine when I get older. And my brother was like, calm down. You don't have the money for cocaine. And then my nephew was like, oh, my God, I'm afraid I'm not going to have any money. And I'm not going to get a good job. And then he was like, okay, then focus on your grades and we'll have crossed that bridge. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I'm so sorry for laughing because that is absolutely terrible. But it's, like, kind of funny from just, like, an bit. outside perspective. It's, like, oh, like it just – it's, like, spiraling. It's, like, spiraling yeah. in real time where it's, like <laughs> – It just never ends. I see, I see how you're related. <laughs> <laughs> the overthinking truly never ends. Double yeah. it and pass really? it on to the next generation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> excellent joke <laughs> yeah um now i feel bad for calling them little shits i don't mean that in like a bad way i mean um, th- like no you're not wrong because like every little thing like they cannot do on their own like you have to like really coach them through every little step um i mean not all kids i'm sure but for the most part yeah yeah it's like it like I know there was the people who, like, when they went to university, like, oh, shit, I have to do things for myself for the first time. I don't know how to do laundry. I don't know how to make mac and cheese. But, like, take that and, like, multiply it by a lot where it's, like, basic things. Like, not even just, like, taking care of yourself and things like that, but, like, more basic things. It's, like, well, like, I need exact step-by-step on how to do something. It's, like, do you, though? Do you need to do it? Do you need that for an assignment? Like, I mean, I guess you're closer to the ground because you were TA. <laughs> So I guess yes. you, can, the, the, you can truly see it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I wonder if people have been like that before. I'm sure people have been like that before, but I guess more coming up now. Um, and remember, too, when I guess kids started going back to school, like Frosh Week when it came out, there was like an uptick of violent crimes. Like the most basic thing, don't kill people, don't rape people, out the window. Yeah, it's like crime was so low, and then people are like, wait, like, it's too low. Let me commit some crimes. Scary. Yeah. And, like, we're not saying, we're not pulling this out of side of our ass. Uh, if you go look at Western University's Frosh Week that uh, they've tried to bury, and the things that have happened in their Frosh Week, what the fuck, people? What are you doing? I feel like that's one of those things where it's like, COVID shouldn't have done that. You know what I mean? Like... COVID shouldn't have, like, rolled back their conditioning such that they're like, murder is okay, raping is okay, 
sexual assault is okay drugging people is okay like that shouldn't like that should have already been in their brains like before that like i don't know how covid like regressed them to that and i don't know if it's fair to blame covid for that it's like the purge it's like ah i'm finally outside don't know how to interact let's stab (laughs) (laughs) this is like you're like it's like oh i know nothing but to stab and to beat (laughs) and to kill (laughs) not that that's funny but it's bad (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah truly it's like yeah i guess i've like kind of like never thought about that where it's just like kind of like affects each like age group of like children that grew up through covid like a little bit differently and stuff which is like very shitty um mm-hmm. and i think like going back to the whole like work thing it's like i feel like there's maybe something where it's like it's harder to get recognition for your work maybe like online where it's like you don't always like talk to each other and like associate mm-hmm. and see like what's happening like every single day like it's definitely harder to notice things where it's like if you're having conflict with a coworker or someone's like not com- like performing up to like the expectation they very easily can like skirt under the line just because it's like it's hard because you don't see what they're doing every single day they're not coming into the office you can't like just like watch over them like you're not supposed to like anyways like Mm -hmm. it gives people autonomy but still like you can't like you're not seeing them every single day in person you're not seeing what they're doing and things like that and what they're contributing so it's like it's very easy for people just to get go unnoticed which good or bad depending on who you are i guess in that situation for sure that's funny you mentioned that my coworker was like hey i don't know if you heard about this project or like this post that was published and i was like that was me i'm literally doing this project from an individual look, I guess, do you feel like you have been personally impacted by COVID? Raise your hand if COVID has impacted you. <laughs> Show me on the body where COVID has touched you. <laughs> um, yeah, like literally once you brought up this topic, I started to notice that like my speech still hasn't gone back to <laughs> what it was before, where it's like, I'll say the word like dog and I mean cat and then like, Jordan would be like, what do you mean? And I was like, oh, I said what I mean. He's like, no, you didn't. You said blah instead of blah. And I was like, oh, I, I never even noticed. My mind just like glossed over it. So I feel like I didn't do that as much. Like I'm constantly like saying the wrong word. And then. Sorry, um, I just <laughs> realized that my professor, uh, my supervisor had actually said something similar to me a few months back. And he was like, I think I'm losing my mind. And he was doing the same thing. So we'll keep an eye out on that. Um, but it might have also been post-COVID too. So, hmm. Yeah, I don't uh, know if like some stuff has always been me or if it's like coming out because of COVID. Like I stutter way more than I used to. And like, I, I don't know if you do it, but like I second guess like everything I say, like I'll just stop mid sentence. and like, where am I going with this? Or like, I'll think about like what my next thing is going to say. Or like the things I say just like come out wrong. And I'm like, oh my God, I wish we were typing instead. Let me just text you what I'm trying to think about because that's easier to formulate in my head. Yeah. Taking like, taking a pause and like being able to think while you're texting is so helpful. <laughs> um. I don't remember, like, if I said this, but I was thinking of this word, like, dogging, and 
to me it meant like oh i was just shitting on you but apparently i like i said this to my like co-workers while the manager was there and i was like oh we're just like dogging on you and like it to me it meant oh we're just shitting on you but apparently my manager looked it up and it means like something very sexual and she was just like oh <laughs> Oh no, <laughs> that's so funny. I thought you said docking for a second, and I was like, not this again. No, no, we're not gonna bring that up. It's dogging, like D O G G I N G. I've heard that one before. Like, we're just, I'm just dogging on you. But yeah, I also right? really don't like it when people bring up these little idioms because I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Because older people just have their own vocab. Apparently, dogging is British sexual slang or British slang, um, and it's when you engage in a sexual act in public or semi-public place and watch or watch others doing so. Kinky. Yeah. So that's not what I meant. But my manager had Googled that and she was like, that's what you mean? <laughs> is this an OnlyFans thing? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. My, I was like, I turned so red. But anyways, like it just sometimes it's like, I don't know if that was a case of the wrong word coming out or if it was just I heard someone else use it in that no, way. I think you're I fine. I think like, no, I think you're fine. Okay. Well, I mean, it, it was it was fine. But also, <laughs> yeah, just being able to think about stuff has been like really helpful. But I also think like the podcast, which is like kind of a good thing that has come out of COVID. And like, I know we were talking about all the bad stuff, but like the podcast has really helped me talk yeah i agree with that well yeah i i feel like i get to points quicker now or like i say less ums maybe because i really like zeroed in on that in in the beginning um ah, i just said it (laughs) i just feel like uh it helps me like gather my train of thoughts quicker like if i'll just open my mouth and i'm like oh shit where am i going i better spin this real quick and then I'm like, yeah, it got there. It got to its destination. My train of thought got to its destination. But I'm still yeah. like, I'm comfortable with you. That's why I can so easily speak my mind. But in a, yeah. a group setting or with people I don't know, I'm even more shy. I feel like I've become more introverted after COVID. Yes. That is, like, a big thing where it's, like, before I was, like, yeah, I'm extroverted, but, like, like sometimes I just like staying at home. But now, like, I'm constantly questioning it. I'm, like, am I actually an extrovert anymore? Am I just an introvert now? Because, like, I love staying at home. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> and why I don't I... love talking to people. Exactly. And that's why I was, like, we should retake our personality test because I feel like my personality did a 180 during COVID think my personality is the same but that just might be my personality type talking maybe yeah it's weird how it's like it's changed us like i wonder what my life would have been if covid never happened like i wonder how differently my life could have progressed like i mean what affected me was like i could have had a job at linkedin working full time now i might have never done my phd i might have never worked at this company i might have never made the career pivot into user research i might have better like i might have never moved into games i met like 
what else? It's like my relationship with Jordan could be completely different. We could not be moved in together at this point with COVID never happened. It's like, have you ever started like spiraling about like all the things, like the difference, like, you know, in the MCU where they're doing all the timeline oh shit my stuff God, and how yeah. like split off. Yeah. Have you ever thought about that with your life? Because well, now I am. Because you're right. Like me and Nick only got together like after or during COVID. Like who knows if COVID never happened? I don't know. Yeah, if you ever would have got together or where mm -hmm. your career would be now or like would you have moved to where you have moved or like all these other things that you could like think about and like all the what ifs. I mean like my, maybe it's just anxiety talking but like it's kind of fun to think about. I'm going to be thinking about this some more today. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because Nick was still in a relationship during like kind of COVID. Oh shit. Was mm -hmm. it COVID that broke them up? COVID was what got them, like, kind of living together. And then they broke up. <laughs> mm, okay. So he might have never broken up with his girlfriend. Yeah. Another reason to be mad at him. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. It's kind of like a very, like, it's like a catalyst of different things that, like, because of COVID, this and this and this and this and this happened mm -hmm. kind of thing you could be living a completely different life right now if covid never happened and it's like do you ever mourn i guess you haven't really thought about it but like do you think you would ever mourn the life that you could have had if covid never happened i haven't put a lot of thought into it but i want to say no because then like i wouldn't have met nick like i wouldn't live where i am like i'm very like satisfied with where i am in my personal life I think mm -hmm. yeah do you mourn your life before covid no because i think like when i think about it it's covid has been like a net positive for me like even though like not getting linkedin that was like very sad and i was like sad about it for a very long time plus the effects of like not being employed and everything but then like when i think about all the things that have happened because of covid i think like it slowly edges out and becomes like slightly positive thing but like also considering all the negative things that have happened mm -hmm. because of it yeah i mean COVID overall was bad i think for majority of the world just for our point of view it was net positive <laughs> yeah it's like i mean like even my mom and like my dad who were working like because like the chefs were too scared of getting COVID, like during the first lockdown and stuff but they wanted to like keep the business going because money um and like they worked like 12 hour days the two of them without like any other people in the store and like that's on top of the full-time job my mom was like also working and stuff like so it was like so like she would she was like i would just get home and just pass out and she's like i don't know how i didn't get covid during that time but like i'm very thankful that i didn't mm -hmm. and it's like one of those things where it's just like damn like you really don't know what like other people's lives could have been like people in retail and stuff like getting laid off like all that stuff like that's terrible like not be being kicked out of their places not being able to like pay for food and stuff because oh terrible it makes me sad that my like covid wasn't that positive for me because of all the like impacts that covid has had that i don't think about because for me it was positive ish we have a good privilege we're in a very safe position that not a lot of people can say they were in hopefully yeah. everyone is keeping safe and is in a good spot 
Yeah. Because it's like, oh, I get sick and I can take sick days and that's okay. Mm-hmm. And I still got paid for it. But it's like people who have COVID are who are still forced to come in or only mm-hmm. have a couple of sick days that they can use before they're just unpaid and people can't afford to be unpaid and all this. Like, how do you think, how do we like reconcile this? Like, how do we all like take what we feel about COVID, but then also still like respect everyone else that like all the trauma that has happened like because of covid like how do we come to terms with all of this it's a big question i'm sorry i don't think you can like there's no way it's almost like how do i have all this food and people out there are dying of hunger like you do what you can you be grateful i think that's i sorry to say i think that's it yeah which sucks i wish there were there was more that I could do. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> I'll give you a like on Instagram. Yes. Thank you. That's that's all I need. Um, let me... I was going to make a joke there, but I'm not going to. <laughs> okay. Where, what do you think I was going to... What joke do you think I was going to make? <laughs> uh, I don't know. To drop. Oh. To DM. Yeah, it was going to... No, it was going to be like, ah, I'm just going to post a black square on oh my Instagram <laughs> and call it a day. <laughs> that's so funny. Well, that sucks. It, it like, there's so many things, like, affecting people's, like, minds, health, like, all the long-term effects of, like, COVID and everything on, like, that have, like, not yet been studied and everything and, like, not being an anti-vaxxer and everything, but also, like, we don't really know the long-term effects of like the vaccine and everything that we have gotten well like go get your vaccines and everything we don't know what the long-term effects are at this point and oh but like as a happy note because of the things that have been used to develop the covid vaccine we now have more cures in the works for things that we didn't previously like, I think we have, like, cancer treatments and, like, Alzheimer's, like, studies mm. and dementia studies. Like, a lot of, like, positive things have actually, like, progressed because of the COVID vaccine. Mm. That's pretty good. Good milestone. Yeah. yeah. So, it's, like, it's so weird because it's almost, like, every single, like, there's almost, like, a balancing effect. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where it's, like, some, like, bad thing but also good thing. Bad thing but good thing. That's the yin and yang of the world. Oh, truly. Mm-hmm. Wow. So spiritual. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> uh, any final thoughts about COVID on you, on society? Good, bad, anything? Um, COVID-19 itself was bad. Um, the things it made us do, like lockdown, was great for me, but bad for everyone else. I am very grateful and humble to be in my position. Retweet. We are not trying to spread misinformation about COVID. There is nothing really, I guess, said that <laughs> misinforms COVID. I don't know. Like, are we going to get the disclaimer on the bottom of our video that says, like, for COVID-19, like, <laughs> materials, go to blah, 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 Probably, blah, blah, yeah. Blah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to avoid that. But, you know, we'll see. Yeah. Anyways. Thanks for joining us for another happy but slightly depressing episode. 
go like us on social media, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Go listen to us and like us wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. And join us next Thursday for another episode of Apologetically Me. Bye. Bye.